Hello, and welcome to the Dare to Differentiate podcast. Uh, my name is Hani, and I will be your host today for the solo episode, where I'll just share a little bit of my thoughts in general this week, and also share a little bit about why I decided to start this podcast, and invite you to join the conversation. My goal is for it to really be a personalized, authentic conversation where we're really talking about the experiences and the lessons that really resonated with myself or with anybody else who's um, listening or joining in the conversation. My goal really is to find ways to connect with the, with the Torah, connect with the the ideas that we have been so blessed to be exposed to. And I think it's really easy to kind of repeat what other people say, but I really would like for this space to be a space where we just share from our hearts, myself included, and share something that is really relevant in this moment. And appreciating the relevance in this moment and knowing that maybe the next moment, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, it won't be relevant anymore. And that's okay. That's good. That means that we're moving. That means that progress is happening. So this week, I feel like for many of us, we we're living in this state. We're gearing up to this time where it's been a year of being in some sort of lockdown where last year we were told that, you know, 14 days, 10 days, flatten the curve, and then everything will be able to get back to normal. And then obviously is not what happened. That was not the case. And coming back, circling back to the to this the March of this year, perm ending in the winter and the spring coming is really bringing up a lot for myself. And I'm sure that it's bringing up a lot for a lot of other people. And I'm finding myself like judging all those feelings and those experiences and being like, you spent so much time this year, you know, processing, sitting in these emotions and thinking about, about healing and, and, and really invited to such beautiful healing. And at the same time, it doesn't feel like it's over. And part of me feels like, aren't we like, it's already a year. Like, let's move on. Let's move on to bigger and better things. And we are moving on to bigger and better things. But I think for myself, to be able to be okay with the fact that I'm not where I thought I was going to be March, 2021 and just embrace that, embrace that experience and embrace everything that comes with it. So I guess I just want to share that with all of you and say that we're experiencing a lot of of cosmic shifts, not only within our own selves and just to hold space and find ways to take away some of the judgment or maybe allow the judgment and not judge the judgment because it's here, this experience is here, this is our reality. I'm not going to say it's the new normal. God forbid, it's not the new normal, but it's the reality of the moment. And if I can just be a little bit more in the moment and appreciate the moment for what it is, I know that this reality that I'm experiencing right now 
is not going to last forever. It may last for another minute. It may last for another 10 minutes. It may last for another hour, another day, another week. And this is just kind of making me think that when the Rebbe said that Mashiach can come right now, we want Mashiach now, or like that like Mashiach shouldn't be here by Mayrev, you know, by the time we daven. And to really appreciate that that can that can and still is our mindset of like, no, this is the reality right now, right? This is what I'm feeling right now. And knowing that the next moment, I won't necessarily feel this way, right? Whether it's going to be, you know, the Mashiach experience that we're imagining or whether it's a Mashiach experience that we didn't know could exist, it's still an experience that right now, knowing that it's not going to last forever, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And at the same time, knowing that there's so much value in this moment and in this experience. And I think that's what I want to talk about, is that this week's Parsha, Parsha's Kisisa, talks about all the different, a lot, a lot of drama, unfortunately, or fortunately, whatever, a lot of drama. And immediately, you hear my, my knee-jerk, or knee-jerk reaction of like, oh my gosh, drama, unfortunately. And that's what it was. And who am I to say fortunate or unfortunate? That's, that's, that was the reality. The reality was that Moshe came down with the first set of Buchas after Hashem gave the Jewish people the Torah, right? Came down and it describes the beauty and the greatness and that it was from the hands of Hashem and you're able to see it from both sides and it was made out of this beautiful, beautiful sapphire and it laid under Hashem's, it was like beautiful from under Hashem's throne, all this beautiful things, right? Then Moshe came down with it and the Jewish people, as we all know, were all prepared. They were not, they had a lot of questions, a lot, a lot, a lot of questions about the validity or the fact that that Moshe was even going to come back. So they created this idol. And with that experience, Moshe broke the Luchas. And that, that experience, that sin, was a foundational sin for the Jewish people forever. Like this was something that followed, follows us through every single experience that every single mishap, every single part of our relationship with Hashem is in the shadow of the, of the, of the, right? The, the, the golden calf, like everything, kind of comes back to that on some level. Like in Yom Kippur, we don't wear gold because we don't want to remind Hashem of that sin. And like all these things kind of go back to that. And and then so that that whole dramatic thing. And then the next piece, obviously, when Hashem, you know, Hashem went back up and Hashem forgave the Jewish people and sent a second set of luchas. And the last part of the parashat, discusses how Hashem, sorry, that Misha's face shine had this like ray of light, which is interesting because when a lot of people translate the word ray as like horns, so that's where that's where the 
anti-Semitic stereotype that Jewish Jews have horns comes from. But what happened was when Moshe came down with the second set of lochas, it actually says that Moshe's face was sh- so, so, so shining, so radiant with the light of Hashem. And the idea that, that, that his face was so radiant. And, and there's obviously so many questions of why, why this radiance only came after the second set, after the whole back and forth, after going and coming and this and that, and all the, the emotional roller coaster. And like when we say emotional roller coaster, we have no idea. Like this was so next level of like turmoil, of of questioning our whole entire existence. Hashem was going to destroy the Jewish people from this. Like this was like an existential crisis if there ever was one. The fact that the the, the golden calf, right, and the breaking of the lofas, it was an existential crisis. And to know, to look back on that, and and to see, maybe in our own lives, like how many existential crises we have in a in a day. You know, especially over the past year, the amount of existential questions that have come up for all of us, and to know that. It's all part of the course. Every single one of these existential questions that we have are so, so valuable. Like they, they hold so much. And this is something that I feel so strongly about, that these questions hold so much value. Why, did, why was there so much talk about the, about the golden calf in, in this week's Parsha? Because these questions are so important. Are we really connected to Hashem? Are we not really connected to Hashem? Is this important? Are we more important than the Torah? It is like it's it just goes on and, and it goes and this conversation and these questions are still a thing. Like it's still something that we talk about. It's still something that we we ask for forgiveness on a, on a regular basis, right? And so for me, knowing that my experience this week has been is so important and carries so much importance in the grand scheme of things, even though it doesn't necessarily feel that way. But to know in my heart that existential questions and questioning of who I am and where I am and if I'm on the right path and what's next for me, these are all questions that need to be asked. And these are all questions that are difficult and uncomfortable. And that's okay. And for me, and I hope that for you as well, we can find the support and find the appreciation to be able to ask these questions and know that this like rupture and repair with Hashem, right? This rupture with, with this rupture and repair of this beautiful experience of giving the Torah and this beautiful like incredible situation and all of a sudden like it's shattered shattered okay the luchas were 100% shattered the relationship was over over okay there was nothing left of it there's nothing left of the relationship because the luchas were shattered the luchas were that were that uh document was that proof and once and once like this whole it basically brought, invited us into this initiation, into this process of rupture and repair and what that looks like. 
And if we can gently invite ourselves into this conversation of rupture and repair and know, not be afraid of the questions and not be afraid to really ask of more of ourselves, ask of more of Hashem and demand that that we have a that, that we repair that we repair our relationship and i believe that it starts with the questions so keep asking questions and see us again next week